It's Tom. It's Jake. You already know. It's pretty spot on. All right, ready? All right, we are back for another quick take. This time, the the new LA spot, the new LA Cribo yeah. studio. If you're uh, watching right now on YouTube, it probably looks a little bit different. Yeah. I got a little office space in Los Angeles for, I mean, we'll probably touch on it later in this episode, but there's a really good corner that works well for podcasting. So now when you're in town, you know, we can- Well, I think you initially got it for kind of like the just business stuff, you know, tutorials, videos, things we wanted to do for like what, Tropic, Prism. And then it was like, yo, like- because we were talking, it was like, we want to make sure we really stay on the podcast st- episodes, like on the weekly, getting you guys content and episodes. Totally. And we just, we, we bounce around so much, like what we were just shooting for like the last three days and cleaning up the studios. And we realized like, oh, wow, we don't like have a podcast episode for Monday. Yeah. Uh, and then we're like, yo, let's just use your studio and build a setup. So now we have like Kind of like a satellite location. Yeah. We'll probably try to record more of them in Arizona because yeah. more of like the equipment is there. But right. I had these mics and it was like, you know, it's it's yeah. tricky because when we bang these out um, to kind of be able to put them out every week, usually I'll come in and we'll record like three or four in one day. Right. So that gives us like a month, you know, four episodes right. for every week, you know. But yeah, we were kind of like when you flew in this week or drove in, I was like, dang, like we don't have any more left. So, right. Um, and w- I think we do want to give you guys more types of content than just podcast episodes. Obviously that will be the meat of this channel, what we want to do with the podcast. But we were talking about doing like, you know, maybe bi-weekly or once a month, like a separate piece of content that's still related around like kind of a quick take, whether it's like a quick gear review or a quick onset tip and like totally kind of do it in the same vein of what the podcast is, the look and feel and and but like, you know, giving you guys some other stuff as well. So. Which I think we have a couple in the queue. So maybe shortly after this episode airs in some form, it'll right. be released on YouTube. I mean, in terms yeah. of like audio, if you're no, listening, no, no. Yeah. this is more just kind of a bonus for the people that are watching. Yeah, just bonus for YouTube content, people watching it. It's They're not going to be like on the, those little topics and things won't be on a podcast, but yeah. the podcast episodes will strictly always yeah, be on. Yeah, but stuff, um, you know, know kind of to to break this space in, I thought a fun episode would be, uh, we were talking about it a little bit, kind of similar to us sharing our worst set experiences where it was like a speed round of a bunch of different stories. I thought this would be a cool episode to do like a speed round of just like not one singular take, but like a bunch of small little takes, like what right. we're watching, what we're doing, you know, just kind of like just touch on, you know, what we're up to for 2022. Yeah. Maybe even some goals. Yeah. Maybe even ch- chatting about some goals, but yeah, what what we've been up to even just since what start of January. Yeah, because I mean, shoot, I, wow, January is almost over. Um, it is kind of crazy how fast. I mean, yeah. yeah, you've already been in town for a week, and you know, rec- you know, we've been shooting. Maybe a bunch we start. Of stuff. Yeah, maybe we start there. Like what a, what I came in town to. to yeah, do and so work on. something we do a lot as you know, brand owners from owning Prism Lens Effects and Tropicolor and the various studios is we do these things called content days. And yeah. content days is where we kind of go into the day with a singular mission of like, all right, we got this new filter, this new 
you know, grain or this new whatever, right? right. And we want to essentially create content, phone videos, uh, photos, uh, campaigns with our reds, like just get a bunch of content yeah. for that thing. And that we Stuff just- Stuff for real social media, yeah. Facebook ads, website, just kind of everything. So and like the whole kind of, you know, you coming into town was like, let's, you know, twofold. We got to kind of go back and refresh and clean up some of our studios because right. naturally, as you heard in our peer space episode, they do get kind of <laughs> ran through. Yeah. If you haven't heard that episode, go back and listen to that. But yeah, that's I, that was kind of one of the initial like missions of me coming out was like, hey, let's go and refresh honeymoon. And, um, you know, there was a couple sets we wanted to finish that weren't finished yet. Mm -hmm. Some that we did a deep cleaning. We had new props that we brought in, just really reset, refresh it, finish off some sets. So that was like a whole thing that we wanted to do. I needed to go up to the, needed to go up to the Eclectic West and clean up. Cause like some winds had knocked down one of the sets. Yeah, and that's I just, crazy. I, I like to go up there like typically once a month and like clean up all the trash that film crews leave behind, you know, see what things need to be fixed. Cause naturally, like you said, like as film crews are blowing through this space and running through it, like stuff gets broken or tweaked or whatever. And so, yeah, I had to like clean up this whole section that like the wind knocked over and remove some props. And then she was talking with my onsite manager, who's actually my neighbor. Yeah. And she watches out uh, over the property. So if you ever try and sneak on, you will get caught. That is a fact. She's my neighbor. I, Hawkeye is watching that property. Um, but yeah, talking to her about the things that she suggests, you know, just being the site rep of what film crews and photo shoots and things want, yeah. but then like telling her my bigger picture and goals for us. So that was like a big thing that we needed to do. But in doing that, like knowing like, hey, we're going to go to these studios and freshen them up. It was like, all right, let's piggyback off of that and do some shoots because well, we have some funny. new filters. Well, and funny how that all came about. We actually didn't even have those filters. Oh, dude, that's right. We literally were in the midst of like painting a wall and our uh, warehouse manager back yeah. in Arizona was like, hey, like the designs that you guys sent off to the manufacturer, like they've just given you the initial prototypes and like sent us a phone video. And we're like, dang, like- We're, we're shooting, mind you, we're shooting tomorrow. I think that that day was initially just going to be like, hey, yeah. like, oh, it's funny. Our agency was like, hey, like these- ads have been performing very well like these filters and then we're talking about prison lens effect yeah, by yeah. the way they're like hey can you do like a refresh like go film a new piece of content for the dream or for this right all right cool let's do that right and then literally like we got that phone video from our manager like hey we got the like literally 10 filters right? yeah like, 10 yeah. different things we've been working on over the last like six months they yeah. finally came and it's just been tricky with all like the supply chain issues everything's been delayed like we literally sent those designs to our manufacturer months, like months. literally it seemed like four or five months ago yeah so and then, a couple of them we've gone through a couple of revisions just because like dialing in the strength of the softness yeah like, yeah um, i mean that's just also a side note for prism it's i just want to like kind of echo that it's definitely not us just like taking something that exists and drop shipping and putting a laser engraved right. logo like we are getting it checking the softness not the glass needs to be coated differently oh add more of this so like it's literally sometimes it takes up to a year of back and forth back and forth until right. we are literally looking at like this is it. This is it. Yeah. Because I want someone to be able to pull it out of their camera bag and it's like, wow, like this is what I saw on their website. Right. Not like, this is way different than- Which the two ones that I'm just like, I, I think turned out better than I could have ever thought you know, was, you know, the new Halo and the new Rose. Honestly, Night Vision is going to be sick. To, there's, so there's, there's so three, much stuff we're yeah. so stoked on. And we, we like Tom said, we got lucky. Our warehouse manager literally hit us up the day we're cleaning honeymoon. This is the day before we're supposed to shoot a refresh of some of the older products. We're like, hey, can you fly in ASAP in the morning, the day of the shoot and drop off these yeah. filters? She flew in. We met her at the airport, picked up the filters, went to the studio and shot 
basically a whole content promo day around these new filters and prototypes and didn't do stuff for the old stuff. And yeah, it just, it just seemed to make sense since we already had like models and photographers. Yeah. We like flew out this guy from Arizona who does like concert laser stuff for like Zed and, you know, like massive yeah, yeah. DJ acts. So like he literally has like some equipment that only like, he said only like seven vendors in the world. Yeah, and a lot it. of people, a lot of you guys were asking me like on the various social medias, like what laser setup is that? Like, I just can't answer that because it's not something you can just go buy or pick up. Yeah, it's, it's like, not like, oh, it's made by Airy and you can get it at a rental yeah, house. It's, it's like very a, much like a specialty. And he has like special built software that he uses. Yeah, it's not, so sorry. Maybe if, even just a brief touch on that. So uh, I guess to slow it down, we are talking about a recent shoot where we use basically lasers. And right. lasers are interesting. Like I've always been under the impression that like, and it's true. Like if you literally even take a laser pointer and like hit a camera, that diode or like that luminance is so bright and hot that yeah. it actually like fries the sensor. Yeah. So this guy was a pro. His name, his company's name is Nice Lasers. And literally like before you even turn it on, he has to like in his software, draw the dimensions to make sure a camera or person isn't in the path right. of destruction and like even if you were to like go walk in and change a prop he had to like turn Cut off it. the lasers because if the laser is hitting something for more than like a few seconds it'll actually burn a hole yeah like it's that well powerful. he held his shirt up to yeah. the laser and was like just so you guys know and like he went over to the laser machine put his shirt up and it literally like after a few seconds just started smoking and it burned a hole through his shirt no yeah this is like pretty serious yeah but no it looks great i mean we have yet to see some of the photographs from our photographer that we brought on but yeah. even just some of the stuff i was just getting from the sidelines like looked insane speaking of stuff you're getting from the sidelines what were you shooting with tom i so this trips me out tom is just like the little like macgyver that could like i i feel like every single <laughs> time i link up with you you have like some new contraption you've built yeah. or some new hobby you've started i think it's a like, blessing and a curse i kind of I, I constantly, I get, I'm not, not that I get bored easily. I just like to be, keep yeah. myself busy. And if it's not stuff that's like for our companies, I just have like little fun weekend projects. Well, I feel like you hit me up like, oh, gosh, what was it a few weeks ago or maybe even just a week ago? Yeah. I got the new studio space so we can start doing like more tutorials yeah, and stuff I got for the, the company. Like in January 2 or something. Yeah. And then when I came in here the other day to, we came in here to like just work a little bit, mm -hmm. get out of the house. And you had this whole grid rigging system rigged up to the ceiling yeah. to where you could mount lights and stuff. And I was like, what that? When did you do this, bro? Yeah, like, it looks more, it's literally just like, I'm sure we all as kids play with like connects and Legos. It's just like Legos for adults. I guess. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. If you were to zoom out on one of these cameras, I'm sure you've been to like, I mean, if you're a filmmaker, photographer, like one of those yeah. like speed rail grids, like, yeah. So, I mean, these two sound blankets are just like rigged to right. that. But I think we're getting off topic. I think what you were about to say is like the camera I was shooting on yeah right? so you just randomly hit me up and like yo i think i'm gonna start shooting medium format and you picked up a mamiya yeah. was it rz it's called the rz 67 yeah. and like a kind of maybe yeah if we're kind of using this episode just to kind of like just go into a bunch of different you know topics and lanes like a quick take on this camera um our buddy marty who's like moniker on instagram is six tiff six dot tiff yeah he amazing check him out by the way a yeah. great follow he does a lot of beautiful medium format stuff out and he's always been like kind of someone we bring on to our content days and like when we're we're as we're talking about those content days i'm shooting usually on the gemini with steadicam and we just bring him on to like shoot on the sidelines and get really dope film photography right and it was funny like when we were making a lot of our ad campaigns for like black friday cyber monday the christmas thing that we did 
I was using a lot of his photos in a lot of that stuff because right. I just like the way they feel, the way they look. And it was around that time where I was like, you know what? Like, we're probably still going to rock with him, but I just, I love this camera. And I just found a vendor online that like basically refurbishes them because this is a camera that was made in like the 80s and 90s. Yeah. I mean, it's literally film. So it's obviously a, a, a medium that's, you know, obviously, I wouldn't say on its way out, but it's very much been around for a while. Right. Um, so yeah, I've got the camera and been trying it out. And yeah, honestly, I will say like that camera alone has kind of relit a fire or my interest in photography. And I've always loved photography. I have like a DSLR, but there's something about like the, just like how precious Tactile, the film yeah. it is. I mean, when you shoot medium format, you only have 10 exposures. So literally like a roll of film is like probably 15 bucks. So you already, if you do the mental math there, it's a couple bucks per photo. Right. But it's another 15 to scan the film. So you're basically, it's $30 for 10 photos. So anytime you click the shutter, it's $3. So right. you kind of have to like, as you're framing up, is this is a this $3 the shot? shot right. you know? Dang, and that's, that's when you were looking at me, like when we were even shooting yesterday, I, when you fire the shutter, it's a pretty it's large camera. Hefty. It's like, it's like a thud. Yeah. But with that shutter sound, it's like, and that's when you kind of know like, yeah, that was, well, it's funny. Cause there's some shots you take. I feel like you were like shooting. It's like, you take the photo. Oh, nice. And you move on and whatever. And then there was like some moments where you would like take it. And as soon as you would click it, you just like felt it in your gut. Yeah. You were just like, Oh, that well, the was, way the camera that works too <laughs> is like when you fire the shutter, it actually closes like a little like mechanical thing that actually covers the film so you don't get like kickback or lights. So essentially when you take a photo, you know when you take a photo on DSLR, it, you're still looking at your image. Right. On that camera, when you fire the shutter, it just puts a black, black. shield. So it's kind of like you you see the last little like you know frame that you're framing up on and then like sometimes and you just know gone. like dang that was it you know yeah, what yeah, I mean yeah. so it's different a different workflow I've been kind of learning a lot about it and yeah I had a ton of fun yesterday even just messing around with it and, and then you kind of inspired me by basically being like this is before the shoot but when you said you picked up the the medium yeah. format I kind of went on a, a little deep dive and I bought my my yeah. own medium format as well. Not not the same camera, but a, a Pentax uh, six by seven. Yeah, uh, still still on its way being shipped. But yeah, so like I think our goal with that is to just like slow down, be a little more intentional, and take like road trips and go out and shoot some film. Like I'm the same way. Like all of the film photos from all of our different campaigns and things. Yeah. I love so much. They're and just we, more just in line with our brands. More in know? line with the brands. The, the And I think our taste, like any music video that I shoot or project, I'm always adding film grain. I'm blurring the image a little True. bit. I'm just trying yeah. to give it that texture. And I think a lot of our Tropic Color products are built off of film texture effects and things. Totally. And so I think that lends itself to kind of both of our tastes. And so, yeah, I was like, you know, it's, you kind of, there's moments where you lose that passion for photography when you can just literally like, and you not only fire that, off like literally we shots. have a really good camera in our pockets right now and yeah. I, you know and even when we were shooting the laser setup the way the lasers kind of fire is sometimes when you take a photo um, I'm sure if you've shot like a television you get that rolling shutter sometimes yeah. the laser wouldn't even be in the shot so you kind of by design had to hold the shutter and shoot like yeah. 10 or 15 photos so like even in doing that, like that night, you know, I went home, I was on Looking Lightroom, through the photos. I had hundreds of photos and there is something kind of nice about self-editing in your brain. And yeah, that worked for that scenario because we were shooting lasers, but it's like, you know, with film, when you get the rollback from the, you know, the film lab, they're just going to send you 10 photos if you yeah. shot one roll and it's like, those are the 10. Well, and there is you know? something exciting. I feel like sometimes too, when you shoot 
film because I've shot film in the past, not medium format, but like yeah. even with a point and shoot, there's something like fun and exciting about getting that roll back and be like, oh yeah, this was on here or this, and like seeing the shot again. Yeah. Like you know, I don't, I don't know. I kind of thought about like opening why that is, and think about it. Even our photographer yesterday, he took a bunch of photos. He was able to airdrop them to his phone, edit them in Lightroom, and instantly show us. And right then and there, we basically saw the final within moments of him taking the photo, right. which was cool. But I think film, you don't tend to get that result, that same satisfaction till days later. Yeah. And I feel like in those days of the film lab scanning it, or maybe it's sitting in your backpack and you haven't dropped it off, sometimes a week will go by, like, oh fuck, I forgot I took that. Right. And you kind of like get to refall in love with the thing you took where right. I think DSLRs are kind of so immediate, you kind of get that instant shot. Oh, it looks great. Oh, it's out of focus. And there's something kind of cool about kind yeah. of forgetting about what you shot and then rediscovering. Like, I think even too, just imperfections. Sometimes like I think what's dope about film is, you know, whether it's like a blur or a light streak or uh, an ex over, ex not overexposure, but just uh, what am I thinking of? Like an ex expiration of it and you get some light leak or whatever yeah. it is. Like I think sometimes those imperfections and textures are, are just cool too. Whereas like digital is usually so just sharp, tactile, plain. There's not a lot of character to it. Like, yeah, you can get a great composition and frame, but there's not a lot to it outside of that. And like you said, it's so instant. You take the photo, you see it, it's like, cool. But there's something about that waiting period, that yeah. hype, that suspense, that anticipation that is always like so cool Yeah, and fun, no, I feel so. like we have always, everybody has naturally had like a fascination with that sort of medium and like those imperfections. I mean, if you even think of Instagram, it's icon as a film camera. Yeah. And when it first launched and maybe it still does, like all of the effects are like film effects, right. like X-Pro2, yeah, which yeah. is like a camera or like yeah. Fuji, it's like, you know, so everything's trying to, it is always a giant callback to kind of those, you know, shooting on film right. and stuff. So yeah, I mean, that was, that's kind of been a recent sort of, you know, excitement or thing I've been enjoying and it's, been really cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I love the camera. Like one, one more time, it's the Mamiya RZ67. Yeah. Um, but there's different ones too. I mean, I think, yeah, you said there's a, you got the Pentax. Six and, by seven. Yeah. yeah. And I have a little point and shoot too, just for like, I got it for more trips so that Those like, I, nice. got it, I got it right before my honeymoon to Croatia with Chanel. Cause I, I was like, man, I don't want to take my digital camera and literally just when you take a film camera, you have to be so much more intentional and you have less shots. So True. it's like, you can't just always be pulling out your camera. Oh, let me get the shot. Let me get the shot. Shoot it five times. Look at it. Oh, that wasn't good. Let's try this angle. Yeah. You just kind of, you get to be a little more present. And in the moment, and I was like going on my honeymoon, I was like, bro, I don't want to bring my digital camera because yeah. I know I'll just be shooting. And so I just bought a little point and shoot film camera. I love uh, point and shoot. Kodak. And so, and it was cool. Then getting back those written so many, I mean, shoot, so many of the photos are Prism, on Prism Lens Effects website because I took the nostalgia filter. Mm. I was like, nostalgia filter, Croatia, honeymoon vibe, vintage, yeah. shooting film, and it looks sick. But like getting those rolls back and seeing, there's this one shot where I'm like in, uh, dude, Croatia, Dubrovnik is wild, insane. I wish you could have been there. Like it's like you're literally in this castle mm. and we're in these alleyways and we stopped at this pub and I was drinking this beer and I gave the camera to Chanel and she like put on the flash and took a photo oh, and yeah. that photo is like, there's like these crazy like light streaks, but like I'm in focus, I but I'm kind of blurry and, like, and it just, it was, it's such a vibe like, and uh, it's one of my favorite photos and it just, 
I don't know, just boom, takes it. We got back to just enjoying our yeah. day and conversation. And For like, sure. I, I think know, sometimes too, when you have like your DSLR and you've got your 24 to 70, but then you also got your 16 to 35. You like sometimes feel the urge to like, okay, we're in a really cool scenic. Just shoot, shoot, point. shoot. I got to shoot it at all different focal. It's like sometimes like that. I, I like to call it analysis paralysis. Yeah. Having too many options to analyze and choose from actually can sometimes paralyze you. Yeah. So when you have a point and shoot, it's got a built-in lens. Sometimes a flash will fire if it's too dark and it might be blurry, but like, at least, I don't know. Yeah. I also feel like two memories, I don't want to get too philosophical, but like if you think of a memory, a memory is kind of fuzzy and sometimes maybe a little foggy if it's right. a distant memory. And I feel like sometimes film is like evocative of that because yeah, I feel like memories aren't tactile and crystal right. sharp. So for you, you know, to look back on your honeymoon and the photos already kind of feel like a memory. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of cool actually. You yeah. know what I mean? Chanel really likes Polaroids. She always takes Polaroids because she My likes issue with that. those is like the margin of error is so yeah, thin. Yeah, that's true. I even take Polaroids for like the worst day ever podcast I do. Like if a guest is here, I'll take a Polaroid, have them sign it and tack it to a wall. And even just being one foot away with a controlled light, sometimes it's the just flash will fire off. and just blow out everything. Yeah. Like it would almost be like shooting with a camera that has no dynamic range. It's like shooting with like a potato. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, but I saw I saw this. Uh, uh, it was like kind of a meme or a photo on Instagram the other day. It was literally, people are so funny and weird. It was a camera sitting on a desk with um, just literally a potato gaff taped to where the lens should be. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't, you know, when they're like, oh, shooting with a potato, but someone had the balls or whatever to literally just uncap their camera's like lens and stick a potato that's there hilarious like gaff tape it but yeah yeah no um what else you been up to though yeah i mean we... this has been kind of a fun weekend project i mean something i've been doing a lot of is getting more like in front of the camera and yeah. recording a lot of stuff you've gotten for good at that our, our companies and brands and i think it kind of stems from this i mean we got three cameras on us now but there was a period of time like during the pandemic where i literally just was in my garage when the world shut down and recording a bunch of courses for cinematography and music videos yeah and like and just doing something naturally for like ten thousand hours i've touched on it you just kind of start to like develop, get a rhythm like more of a sensibility for it and it's funny i remember watching a youtube video i think it's from your original studio where i had like a weird man bun and oh it was when like, i first moved to la yeah and it was like against your wall i think you had the red, red paper, paper yeah and i remember like i was kind of trying to emulate you like you know being all excited like dude i look back at that and it's so cringe i'm like what's up guys jacob owens here and today i'm going to show you behind the scenes of yeah. the set and it's like no i remember that was the original studio when i first some moved people to LA. can really pull that off like i know peter mckinnon kind of is like what's up everybody i yeah. can't do that yeah. i'm more of just like a my hey. knobs turned down a little bit i'm more yeah. like chill like kind of like this right right and whenever i kind of do that like what's up everybody like i just feel out of character and kind of like fake no so a, lot just, of, a lot of a lot of people People put on, you know, basically a persona when they're on these, you know, videos and things because a lot of times people gravitate towards those people that high energy are just like high energy and all over the place. But like even like Logan Paul, like it's very like when he used to do his vlogs and stuff like and just most of the time he's very like crazy and energetic and this yeah. and that. But guy like realistically off camera like no one's acting like that all the time yeah. so like i remember one time i met him with zach uh we went up to a spot when he was living in la he was just the most chill calm person when the cameras there are was no sense of like yeah bro da -da 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 -da. it was just like just like this totally i mean chill. look you like, don't want to be yes. boring i don't want this to be a snooze fest but right. i also feel like there's value in being relatable and i think a lot of people can relate to somebody who sounds like them or talks like them and isn't this like over heightened version of themselves right and for me at least it's just i'm more comfortable 
doing that. But yeah, I guess to circle back to where this convo started, I've been in this space recording a lot of like tutorials and I've kind of just realized like a, a big part of my role in the companies, given that like our fulfillment center and stuff is all in Arizona is like my contribution is like creating video content that will help, you know, be on the landing page. If like, you know, we, I can't say how many people are like, Hey, what size step up ring do I need? Right. Or Hey, how do I access my file? So like kind of creating like a video tutorial that lives on the site. You do a good job at that stuff too. Yeah. Like, kind of, we call them like explainer videos or tutorial videos. But just, I think even one, you've gotten great on camera with that. You're, you are very, um, you explain things well, you're very well spoken, your calm demeanor, I think helps with all that stuff. But then you also do a really good job with just like the graphic side of things. Mm. Like you've that gotten- That comes from just making all those graphics. Yeah, you've gotten really nasty at the graphics, not just for the video stuff. Yeah, a little but arrow like, pointing circle, you but know. But like even just the the stuff for, you know, the website, social pieces, building out pages on the websites, but creating graphics for like the email campaign. That's like been another gotten, like deep dive I've been yeah, on. It's just like true. kind of getting the, the Photoshop side of things. Cause we have an agency who, I mean, just shout out of anyone from weekends listening, they've crushed like bringing us to the next level as far as just, I mean, dude, I look back at our old Squarespace site and it's kind of cringy. Yeah. Um, but there, <laughs> that was just like a year ago. Yeah, no, it is Crazy. nuts. Cause actually, if you go on Vimeo, um, I don't even know who uses Vimeo these days, but if you go on Vimeo, there's like a sort by date added and if it'll literally yeah. flip the catalog where it's like your first upload. And you started watching And one us. of the first uploads was like one of our like first promo videos for Tropical oh Color. And like, we're like literally, we captured our screen and it's like our old website. I'm like, dang, you know, but like yeah. I said, it's not even that long ago. But yeah. I guess what I'm trying to say is they've helped kind of like elevate our site. And I was kind of at a point where I was like, you know what, I want to like learn some of this stuff too. And like, I kind of prototyped out a new landing page and I think it looks- I Yeah, mean, I think a good one, if you guys want to go see kind of like what Tom roughed up, uh, our new landing page for film titles, volume two on Tropic Color is something that Tom basically built in Photoshop, sent to our, our agency, no, our agency, yeah. our creative agency sent it to our website developers and they basically replicated exactly what you made to where well, like we- Like under the hood with under all the, the, under the, the hood, Exactly, stuff. under the hood so that we could just drag and drop yeah. like the assets when we want to build out a page. 100%. So it's like, so now we have this template on the website that you- basically designed yeah they created on the back end and now you can go in and when we drop a product you can just boom drag and drop add this video Dude, yeah this it's, image, it is literally like, the perfect synergy because there was a moment in time like we're talking about all these little things i like to learn i actually tried to learn how to code just for fun and it's little i could not tell you of anything it's worse than jury duty man like it is <laughs> so much like you have to make this thing called a div block, which is indented and it lives underneath it. And it's like, I, just, I don't, it's so far beyond I'm more my of comprehension. a creative person. So like, it was easier for me to like, hey, I want this image to live here inside this yellow box, go. And like under the hood, because if you like go yeah. right click view page source, it shows you all the code. I'm like, oh, I can't, yeah. my brain's not wired that way. Yeah. You know? No, it looks so good. So, um, but yeah, that was, that's been kind of fun. Just like learning Photoshop and I've always known how to use Photoshop, but like there's some stuff like in Photoshop. I mean, much with like Premiere Pro, like yeah. there's like a new, anyone knows how to like kind of move footage around, but it's funny to like see, sometimes I even catch myself on Premiere Pro. I'm like, wow, like there's like little hotkeys you just do kind of like right. on autopilot. And it's like, I'm kind of starting to like tap into that in Photoshop, like making these like clipping masks that only affect this thing. And it's like me a year ago, like I, I was like so yeah, foreign. Yeah, see that, that's like foreign language to me, even, yeah. even that stuff. Like I, I don't, 
like I can appreciate that stuff, but like I just, my brain can't wrap around that and I don't find that interesting or fun in any way. See, I love the editing all of our video stuff, like all of our Well, touch video on promos, maybe that. Instagram, this can be a that. fun like pivot take to what you've been really doing a I lot. I guess what I've started focusing on more in, in terms of content wise for the different brands is like reels for Instagram. I've just, I found a real rhythm and fun. A real a, rhythm? <sighs> I see what you did there. But that was unintentional. <laughs> I'm glad you recognize that. Yeah, it's tight. <laughs> um, yes, I found a real rhythm with reels and uh, it's fun. It's almost like like a little game for me. Mm. Like I love like, all right, what can I make that could potentially like go viral or be crazy and like then seeing the- Well, do you want to maybe know. touch on it's like fun. why? Because I feel like you wouldn't do it if there wasn't actually value in it. Like yeah, what just, have you noticed from a top-down perspective? Because you really do run the social media. Like yeah. maybe even touch on like posting a photo from that campaign or posting a reel from that yeah, campaign. Yeah, I've just- How they each perform, you know? I've just noticed that anything that I do or make or post that re revolves around like phone videos- um, and then specifically reels, like just has grown like the different like platforms or social media so much more. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, you could take something strictly from that same campaign. That's like dope ass photo. And then you do a reel that's like one video clip and another video clip on the phone. It doesn't even have to show a result. And like that reel will just get so many more comments, interaction. It's, wow. Instagram is pushing. They want reels to be popular. They want video particular too. It could, it doesn't have to be reels. Like I posted with Khalifa just shot at the Eclectic West. I didn't make a reel. I just posted a single thing, like 10, 15, probably 15 second shot from a phone. Um, you like know, BTS. As, as a video. Yeah. Mm -hmm. BTS as a video, not a reel to my Instagram. And it did, you know, 60,000 views and hundred wow. plus comments. And it wasn't a reel. I think just in general, Instagram is pushing the the very digestible, um, like f you know, video content, mainly pertaining to like phone stuff, stuff that like just feels like people aren't watching a polished product or an ad or yeah, a yeah. commercial. Like, it, like I mean, it sucks. Like you, we as filmmakers spend so much time working on something. You might spend you know, countless days prepping for this music video, shooting the music video, edit, blah, blah, blah. You do all this stuff, get it colored and it gets put out and you post that video, which is like you work so hard on and this is your craft and barely gets any traction. Yeah. You know, let's just say it gets 5,000 views. Sometimes too, if you even post a video clip, maybe you ripped it from like YouTube, it sometimes even just gets taken down because it's not even your yeah. song. Yeah. You know? And so you spend all this time, you post it, barely gets interaction. You post a phone video that is BTS from that same set that's 10 seconds long and, and it shows like a couple cool, quick behind the scenes moments with like a catchy sound yeah. and it'll 100,000, 500,000 views yeah. compared to like what you work so hard on the actual finished product product of what you got hired for might have 5,000, 10,000, like if that, like, and so it's just like, I don't know, it's just kind of a crazy world we live in right now where people just want that quick digestible. Well, I think we've all as like a species of everyone who uses, you know, Instagram or social media or, you know, stuff of that nature. I think we're very, very smart in the sense that we know what an advertisement looks like. And if we're starting to see something that's like overproduced, really polished, we kind of think, and we are being served an ad. So it's like, oh, a skip. And I, we've noticed that like some of our like video campaigns that we'll put on our social media, like we'll spend, you know, three to 5K sometimes on these massive things for our companies and like literally like maybe a thousand views and three comments. But if right. it's literally, as you said, like an iPhone video of that, like I know it's tricky because yeah. like I know there is value in like being, you can't, 
I don't know. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like there is value in having that high produced piece of content right. for like Instagram uh, or Facebook marketing and stuff. But it is crazy to just see the metrics of reels. Yeah, you know? I mean, like, I mean, a good, I guess, quick example is not that we spent so much time on it, but the little promo video you made for the new Halo filter uh, that is shot using footage from a red cameras, looks clean, professionally got the titles. Has graphics, animations. Dope, clean, shows what the product does, you know, and... I, I guess a decent amount of like interaction views, um, you know, and inter comments and whatnot. But then a single phone clip that I threw a silly sound behind and it just shows me shooting with in my it backyard. in your backyard, shooting a lemon, like shooting a shot of a lemon yeah. on a tree. And then it goes to the phone and I just swipe through like three photos and bro, it's like hundred, hundred plus thousand views. 200 plus comments or whatever it's just like it's that insane and, uh, yeah so it's an interesting time that we live in and you kind of i don't know i've just been diving into it a little bit more but there was a minute like i want to say a couple months ago where i was just like dude i feel so old i was just like i don't i don't need, like i pulled so up i feel the, about tiktok honestly. yeah it's like i pulled up these reels and i was like trying to make my first one and i was just like I literally was like, I can't do this. Like, this is, I, I just, I can't. Like, not. Well, especially the formula is so funny. Like, I actually watched you make one where it's like the voice to text. Where, like, I started out at, and it's like the yeah. robot voice. Yeah. And it's like, there clearly is like a, a, a recipe to these things. Yeah. Like, I mean, we were even finding out a recipe is like showing a phone video midway through, kind of switches to showing some of those examples that you got on set. And it's like a hybrid reel. You know, yeah. like, there's, well, just, there's so many. just so many different ways you can I know. make stuff. So there's no, there's no real right or wrong way. I, I just think the best way is to use as much phone stuff as possible. But yeah, it's just a very interesting time that we live in yeah. in regards to like that stuff. But no, I've, I've dove into that pretty heavily. And that's like, I, I make all of those for all the different like companies and have to do all that. And it's overwhelming at times because it that's the tough part is like, I'm good at it. I No one knows better about the brands than I do. We know what we want to do. Sort of like trying to hire someone to like make reels or like relay information or send them all the videos. It's like, I'd rather just do it myself. Yeah. And Save. I feel like your fingers very on the pulse because you are going in zeroing out the DMs and in the DMs, people are like, yo, love your filter. Here's an example shot. So pull, put, you know, right, you right. just move that around, you know? But the like the, the, I guess the con to all that is like, you know, these last two days, the two content days, just an ungodly amount of photos, videos, phone videos. We haven't things. even gotten half the stuff back. And from I was like, dude, you know? I was scrolling through my phone and I'm just like, dude, I don't even know where to start. Like, yeah. And then, you know, you have the Buff Nerds IG, Tropic, Prism, Honeymoon, Eclectic, uh, Trop, I think I said Tropic, uh, Barracks, like just so many things. And it's just like, it can get very overwhelming at times where it's well, like- Especially too, when you like are, you know, by design are, I mean, I know we do a lot, but like, right. you know, you don't, I'm sure in your brain, you're like, dang, I had to spend like two hours making these reels, which there is value in, but right. it's like, dang, like, you know, like I, I'm sure you guys, we've talked about want to make shorts and do right. movies. So it's like kind of like this tightrope of like your time. Yeah, you know? it really is. Cause it's like, there's, there's such value in it, but like at what point do you kind of give up making some of that stuff to focus on other stuff? And yeah, I think it's finding a balance, but no, that's the, I mean, I, it's fun, but it can be time. If, if, if I only had to do it for like one or two IGs, not a big deal. Like yeah. if all I had to do is Jacob Owens and all I did was making reels for my thing, maybe one other side hobby I had, 
that's not a big deal. But when you're talking about like eight different profiles. Yeah. And for anyone listening, it's like, uh, I don't, I don't know if that's for me. Like, I think I really saw the, this morning, actually, you made a reel about your desert property yeah. and it literally like within just the Dude. car right over here, it like, it yeah. absolutely, I mean, it went viral. Yeah. And that, that account literally jumped up a thousand followers yeah, in the I span had, of an hour. So, I, had, I mean, there is value in it. For no, sure. that was, I mean, case in point this morning, you watched me make it. I even asked you, I was like, what do you think about the hook for this one? And so I like definitely made it, posted it. We like literally left for Guitar Center. So yeah, to get Guitar these Center to get these mics for today. Yeah. And while I was there, like I pulled it up and it was already like, just going absolutely crazy. Yeah. I was like, and then I went to the Eclectic West IG page and it shot up from like, I think I had like 7,021 followers, like very low, just crossed 7,000. Mm-hmm. And I think as of right now, I'm about to hit 8,000. Yeah. So like over a thousand followers within a matter of hours. And yeah. like, and all of those are potential customers to yeah. shoot there. And now people, yeah. So it's just, you know. I definitely, that's one of my goals for the year. I want to, you know, do it more, definitely carve out time to do that stuff. I mean, I do a lot of things like we've touched on Photoshop and I've been working on this. So it's like, I need to just carve out time to make some because I do see the value in it. I kind of feel like I'm- Are you talking about for for, for your reals, page? Or just in general, in just general. either. But it's like, I got that on lock, but are you saying to like help? I, I, wouldn't, like, I don't know. Yeah, I just want to, I don't want, I, I kind of right now feel like my parents when I was a kid and like I got MySpace, my parents were like, what is that? Like, I feel like <laughs> I like don't want to be left behind. You know, like I want to learn. That you makes know. sense. Yeah, I, I mean, not that. learn as if it's rocket science, but there is definitely some some elements to it. Yeah, know? I kind of gave you a little crash course this yeah. morning. And I was showing the you thing a that I can't honestly would drive me nuts because I'm very proficient in Premiere Pro. I mean, I'm you know, you just kind of blade right. tool snapping, like watching you try to like sync up when the song's like dun 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 dun, like trying to line clip clip clip. Yeah, clip, yeah, yeah. Clip. it's like, and then you're a frame off. It's like what. The yeah, fuck? Where in Premiere, you just go bump it over a Dude, frame. the worst They need is, a better editor, I think. They do. And, yeah. it, and it trips out all the time, at least for me. I don't know if other people have issues, but like when I'm editing, it doesn't, when I preview it, it's not like how I edit it. It's like off or clips are like delayed somehow, whether yeah, that's just in a preview or I don't know. It's so it's rough and can be very, very frustrating. Uh, like trying to make that Eclectic West one this morning was absolutely brutal. Yeah. There's so many cuts. And I think the longer you make them, the more the app is like having trouble. Well, like, if you think about too, especially with your new iPhone, all the cinematic mode, the footage is probably like pro. That might be it. So it's that like might be it. Because like, I oh. used all those shots were like cinematic mode. Maybe I'm just. That's know. a good point. Yeah. yeah. But. Yeah, but even the the laser one that I was making for Tropic or Prism this morning was having those same issues, and those really? weren't cinematic mode. So, I don't really but yeah, know I guess that. to kind of maybe close this episode out, I would love, given that this is re- recorded, Hold on, real quick shows. What's what's the show? Because I've I've told okay. you, yeah. Let's close it out with the show. Well, I was there's some say, hot no, shows no, that the close out actually would be a conversation, but I was kind okay. of like kind of segueing maybe to the third act of this episode. Okay, would be like our goals for the year. Oh, but good. I'm down to maybe yeah. dive into that after we just maybe quick riff on what we've been watching. Okay. Mine as of, I mean, cause it's funny. I sometimes have to like think about these episodes is like, they might be listened to like years from now. Right. This is 2022 in January. So someone's like, oh, they were listening to that. That was so long ago. But as of now, like this is almost like a time capsule we're putting into the ground. I've been watching Euphoria. The show's pretty God level in terms of cinematography that's on HBO. And then my kind of like, how do you say this? Uh, like not guilty that, pleasure, guilty pleasure. That was, I was going to, not that it's embarrassing. We love me and Jordan bachelor. 
No, we oh. like uh, <laughs> I my one of my like kind of guilty pleasures. I love Gordon Ramsay, so oh we've been gosh. watching Next Level Chefs. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just explain the concept of it? It's yeah, pretty that's dope. Fine. So I they definitely had some budget on this one. There was an indie movie that came out years ago. I don't know the name of it, but it was basically they built multiple levels and like it was like a prison. So like food would go down, and by the time it reached the bottom of the jail, it'd all be like scraps and like chicken bones. But at the top, it was like the best. So like it was like a interesting. A, so basically, they they built three levels: basement, mid kitchen, and like lux kitchen. And the same ingredients go down an elevator, and you basically have to. So when it reaches the bottom, there's like no ingredients left. So they all have to like cook at different levels. It was actually it's pretty that's cool. interesting. Yeah, that's cool. It's that's definitely tight. one of those shows where you get home, you're tired, you crack you just, open a beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, you know what? I'm just gonna watch. It's like Gordon one of those Ramsey. like kind of like little mind numbing shows. Yeah, just, you literally yeah. can even just be on your phone and listen to it. It's just like doesn't yeah. require too much attention. You know, that makes sense. So yeah, those would be my two. Yeah. Um, what have you been watching? I'm a sucker for Ozarks. Love Ozarks. So see, I'm, I need to get on. I'm that. working on finishing up season four. I just love the simplicity of the cinematography in that show the tone the writing just i love like anything thriller drama yeah kind of kind of stuff and the so, cinematography is like so consistent yeah yeah, yeah very consistent I, like, wa- very. I was like watching that show once i'm like did they just shoot everything in shade because yeah. they always look there's never there's definitely like a key light but it's right. never like spicy back it's, yeah it's very natural too yeah. i want to say like you it just don't seems have... like there could be like highlights off in the background on like the lake ozark but every time they're like by ruth's house they're definitely under like some there's shade, there's a lot of shows i watch where it's like say we're sitting at this table you have this spicy backlight you got this top rim light yeah, everything there's the like key, low con and it's like seems. it's just like you can tell it's just like super dialed in yeah. for a, a show whereas like ozark feels natural you yeah. almost feel like you're watching these people's lives unfold and it doesn't feel as yeah, yeah. Much. you know what i mean like, i think i saw something not to go too off on a tangent but just on the note of the city because i think that's like a reason why a lot of like i mean it's a good show you, my parents love it and they don't even know anything about cinematography right. but i saw this like behind the scenes clip and i think they like use this like they call it a grip cloud and it's like a 20 foot balloon that's black and they literally just like move it over to create shade over us and it just literally if the sun was overhead they just move it and like it puts them in like shade that way like we're underneath this thing but like so that way you never really have that crazy spicy light yeah and they might bring in something but it's kind of cool like they've like i mean i'm sure at a certain point like having a visual aesthetic like setting that as the bar now every scene you now that you think about it yeah i I didn't really think about it there it all it always is very it just feels like it's either like morning or dusk it's never like high key bright desert like hangover where you're like you know it's very like yeah i love it i think it shows but no that's one of my go-tos and then true story i watched i binge watched that whole show kevin hart's new show in like two days and just, yeah, you've been hyping very, that one up yeah very good you need to go watch it i, I love like that it. um but yeah real so quick kind of if you're shows. watching what are your uh 2022 show recs i'm sure there's gonna be some cool ones there's oh, so much talking, i was like who are you talking I was looking to at my there. camera but you're like uh, i was like what um yeah yeah there's so is, many man like it's yeah, funny I, I think we've all gotten away from like cable subscriptions like and now i feel like i have so oh, I have many everyone. subscriptions like apps that like almost exceed what having spectrum would be i have you know? hbo max hulu netflix disney apple peacock peacock i have peacock yeah dude Doc, there's, what there's, there's a good show on there there's a couple good you're shows. playing if you have peacock bro it's whatever you know <laughs> i just i have to have them all it's like pokemon gotta catch them all but no, uh i feel you i don't yeah. one i don't think i have i think between me and jordan we have all of them but i don't think i have apple apple's really good apple's actually really good apple yeah, i know they got like morning show and ted lasso ted lasso is one of the yeah. best comedy shows i've ever watched For real? yes 
So that, I see that would the be billboards driving in LA. So best, they must have, yeah. dude. They get a crazy amount of Emmy noms, and uh, my buddy. He loves soccer. And so he was like, bro, you got to watch this this Apple Plus show about soccer, da, 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 this coach. And I was like, just thinking like in my head, like it sounds lame, but like Jason Sudeikis. Oh, he's funny. Like, oh my gosh. I mean, it's like, SNL, it's so like Steve Carell funny on The Office back damn. in, like that's, it's kind of like a, a version of that in the way, but like a cinematic show, that's not dope. a cinematic comedy show that's very much like that kind of dumb, funny humor. Like yeah. very, very, very good. That's another one I would recommend for sure. Yeah. Cause I think, and they got this, he's now, he struck a new deal for like season three where he gets like a million an episode Damn. You know, or it might even be a lot more than that. And like their budget went crazy. I always thought about that everything. for shows. Like once the show's on, it's like third or fourth season. I'm sure like the main town's like, yo, you need me. Run like, this bag. Yeah. yeah. No, like that's always. what I remember hearing. And maybe now in today's numbers adjusted to inflation, probably more. I remember two and a half men that. Yeah. Uh, what's Charlie the, Sheen. Dude, I think near the end of his career, because I know they did replace him. Right. His contract, I think was either like one to five million an episode. Yeah. And I remember that show's on like every week. I'm like, damn, he's caking. Yeah. You Isn't know? that crazy? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. All right. 2022. So, yeah. Bigger goals, bigger pictures. So. For you, what's like. Yeah, one or two. What do you It's think? funny. I mean, it may sound like this just stemmed from yesterday, but like in me picking up that camera, like I would love to really kind of pursue for fun, but also it really does tie into a lot of the brands. I mean, we do have a filter company. Like I want to do more like film photography. Yeah. I feel like naturally too, as like a camera operator, it is kind of like almost going to the gym because like literally by having a camera and like going out- You're like flexing those muscles. You're literally framing up what you would do if I was operating on a movie. I'm not right. operating up on an actress. I'm op you know framing up on something. So I kind of want to use film or photography, but I through the vehicle of this camera, I just right. got and do that a bit more. Um, so yeah, kind of like maybe, maybe challenge myself to like go do more road trips or go, you know, out at sunset around my house and maybe do some street photography. That's just kind of something like on not the back burner, but like that's something I want to do on top of everything else we have on our plates. Right, you right. Know? I like that. So yeah, that and then also probably just keep recording stuff here and yeah. you know, more video content. Yeah, stuff. just continue to grow the businesses and just different things and yeah, how about that. you? I know you Dude, hinted I, at building something out at your yeah, ranch. That's, probably, that's one of your big goals. Probably one of the big ones is building. I would love to build a, a motel set hmm. at Eclectic West. That'd be sick. I think it'd be super sick. And just, I, it's been a big goal of mine for a long time, but I think this year would be a cool year for that. And then that's more of like, yeah, kind of a studio location business goal. I have so many different things that I want to do. No, I know. It's same just, same here. I, just I, I don't know if we like dive kind of into a, all of it. Yeah, if, we, if we're just going to name like one big goal, how about this? That'd be because I would love to. Ideally, this will continue onward. One of our last recordings in December of this year. Let's go back and listen to this episode, and we'll actually see if we held ourselves to it. Okay. So I, mine would be. I would hope in December of 2022, I'd be like, wow, like I really did like kind of really put some effort into okay. pursuing photography a bit more. And You're right. what would be one that you'd want yeah, to be able to hold yourself to? We'll see come December, like where that process is. Like maybe is it, even you're just in the process of building it or yeah, designing if, it. As long as it's in the process of being built. Cause I already have like the design. I, I, I kind of put together a little, a, like, um, like a pitch deck book mm -hmm. of how I want it to look, the texture, the color, et cetera, and sent it over to our, uh, 
you know, our department guy that's helped us build a lot of sets. And I was just like, yo, this is what I want to build. I've had Chanel already dig into like, maybe we do like set deck single wides and, and make the motel front. Like we're, we're already diving into it. We but, almost built a motel set. So yeah. like, it's been in our yeah. sort of brain for a while. Yeah, we it almost just did was it. Like almost, it was maybe like a hundred grand to build it. Yeah. You know, you know what? Maybe this, and I'm sure you're like, you know, maybe this would be better down the outside. road, down the road and just outside. Where that was like the thing we, we were constantly it. battling. We're like, oh, it'd be like an artistic motel because it's obviously be inside. Right. So if you were to tilt up, you're in a studio. So you'd have to put like a green screen. We're like, ah, oh, that might be rough for yeah. now. You would just have a motel outside. Well, that's why yeah. we changed the name from Honeymoon Hideout when I sold the house and we moved to the studio and we we're going to do the motel set in the back. I was like, okay, Honeymoon Inn. And we're going to name the, do that. That's literally why we informed the motel office and motel room, yeah, which but, I still love those. No, sets. they're still great sets and people use them for those things but also for other things too so yeah. that's cool and but yeah that'd be like a big thing of mine that i would love to like definitely see through this year as among many other things but if i'm going to name one we'll, we'll start and we'll i think a collective that. goal that we've wanted to do is and maybe it would live on this channel in some capacity or i don't know i i really don't know the final vehicle and where it would play but i know we even in the earlier part of this episode talked about maybe you and i going off and doing these kind of like little road trips yeah. with some friends and use it kind of like our content days where they're yeah. usually centered around a studio or a bunch of yeah, cool we, lighting but just like kind of go off and yeah. like maybe we go to the grand canyon and we bring a camera not camera crew but like our friends to film and we just like create a bunch of cool yeah. stuff on that trip and then like bring that. everyone along you know yeah. so i guess one other thing i would tell yeah i, I want to do that be more intense with those things do that and do more kind of road trip s stuff with friends and like shooting for the companies in that capacity and less like studio setups and whatnot yeah uh, one more big thing would be i've just been in talks with a guy about writing a feature film um hmm. and just like getting a feature film script done you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that would be like a big goal for mine or for me. Uh, there's year. so many so, that I almost could just turn into. I know there's, set. yeah, it but really at least could. those are a couple like top level ones yeah. that may. That'd be like super top high level ones. I mean, there's, yeah. like I said, there's so many other things. We, we might have to say that for another episode and literally just do like all of the th ideas and ventures, you know, that we want to like get into, you yeah. know what I mean? And goals and, you know, bigger, and it can be goals that aren't even, it could be like the one to two to three year goals too. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't like have that. to be, you know what I mean? Just kind of like our immediate, like big picture things we want to accomplish do within the next year or two, yeah. maybe three. And that could be like literally like a whole episode. Cause I just know off the top of my brain, how many I want to like my brain, like never stops thinking of all the things that, you know, I could do or want to do. Yeah. And like build, no, I think we both have and, a very similar brain. Yeah. Um, yeah. That kind yeah. of pulls us in different directions. Yeah. All the time. So but cool. Yeah. That was the first episode in this space. <laughs> New studio. I haven't heard. We don't have headphones on. So maybe it oh, sounds true. awful. I didn't we even don't think know. about that. <laughs> I'm sure it sounds good. But um, yeah. No, thank you guys for watching and listening. Um, I think this is episode 14. It's kind of cool. Like, Somewhere around there. At this point. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously, if you are enjoying the podcast, a comment of some sort, a star rating of some sort in the Apple podcast app goes a long way. As well as YouTube, yeah. you know, please help us out. We want to get this out to as many people as possible. Continue to help, inspire, inform, and grow with y'all. So uh, drop a like, drop a comment, subscribe, 
share the podcast on Instagram, get other, or, you know, YouTube, whatever, get other people to, to know about it. So yeah. And just be, commenting topic ideas or maybe yeah. filmmakers or things like we've been even talking about maybe doing an episode that's like bringing in somebody who's made some NFTs or like bringing in like yeah. stuff that's been happening in our creative space and space. like doing dedicated episodes. And I think that. that's what'll be good about this LA spot is a lot of, a lot more of those kind of people are here in LA. And so it's hard to get people to Arizona there. So I think having this now kind of dual setup will allow us to get guests in here. So definitely yeah. if you guys have any recommendations for guests, um, that as well. So but yeah, it's been Tom and Jake. You already know.